I'm going to say it's probably like you're not there too, too early. Maybe about like 45 minutes, 30 minutes to the appointed meeting time. Uh, and then as the you actually uh, as you guys approach, you actually see Vindictive in the park. And he's kind of sitting next to um, what everyone out of character knows is Casila. And they've sort of set up by like uh, a fire pit. And you see that this um, this woman is like roasting something on top of the fire pit, and and I'm I'm trying to like take one of them and I'm like holding it towards Vindictive, and I'm like, yeah, come on, uh, come on, no, what it's the good. hell? The parasites aren't gonna fuck it with me, anyways. You also know um, that uh, Casilla, you see that Vindict uh, that Vincent, uh, or as he's now as he knows to you, Vindictive is now wearing like a domino mask. And if uh, you basically you ask, he just says, ah, you know, part of the trade and all that. Ah, yes, masks. I am not good with masks. Uh, well, uh, here, I don't know exactly how much your identity is worth, but uh, if you want one, and he sort of like holds out what looks to be a spare domino mask that he kept in like his jacket pocket. Uh, Casila will take it and sort of like look at it and then sort of respectfully fold it up a little bit and put it in a pocket. Thank All you. Alright, fair enough. Uh, yeah, they should be here uh, pretty soon. Mm -hmm. And uh, you also know that um, he had bought uh, like a length of rope uh, and uh, a can of coke. Uh, and he just sort of has them in a bag sitting next to him. Wait, sorry, one second. Did you actually tell me that it was Torch coming, or did you just sort of, like, leave me out in the blue? No, I, I told you it was Torch. Okay, in that case, then, Casila, when you say, oh, they're, they're probably coming soon, will sort of like, oh, no, wait, I'm not ready. Okay, uh, and she'll, like, get up off the ground and, like, start, like, brushing herself down and be like, do I have any spots on, on me? No, wait, I, maybe I should have, I will have battle damage from yesterday. Yes, I will show them. Look, kid, they're not really judging you based on their appearance. They're probably going to be more on your, uh, you know, and he makes like a, a sword swinging motion with his hand. So, you know, do whatever you need to do to get into that zone. Don't worry too much about your dress. Attack them. It's a I weird strategy. Yeah. No, don't do attack. Not... No, 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 no. Do not attack them. Oh. oh. Look, you'll, you'll understand when they get here. I'll explain. Okay. I will follow your lead. You will lead me. You are a leader. Huh. I am an uh, uh, I think Evelyn might be the first one to show up. She's going to be prompt on time. She made a deal. Yep. Um, um, but she's not super out. Like, she's wearing her suit, but it's underneath, like, a hoodie. Uh, yeah. And so she's just going to, like, walk up uh, to the park, kind of, like, looking around, you know. Or, you know what? She'll actually wait on the outskirts of the park until the others get there so we can go as a group. Yeah. So yeah, you see Vindictive, and you see him standing next to um, uh, a girl. Uh, Sam, you had like the the Guara fashion, so like really bright colors, like yeah. pink all over, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's it's kind of like a mix between that and like um, uh, like punk rock, where she has like a, a leather um, a leather jacket, but yeah, a lot of like like bright colors. She has like. Um, uh, torn denim jeans that have gone through a lot of wear and and she has like um uh, a lot of uh jewelry that she's managed to get over times uh mm -hmm. on her and, and such 
so yeah, very much like stands out like a sore thumb. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, the the fact is is that like even like if you looked at her, she she's basically has two contrasting styles that she's jammed smacked together uh, on her. And uh, yeah, we will wait for everyone else to arrive. Uh, so I assume Mr. Medium and Epimethia will show up at the same time. Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Medium lands, jumps off the top of a building and lands in a, uh, spectacular sort of fashion, probably, like, 15 feet-ish away from you guys. Yeah. Uh, um, how does Epimethia show up? Uh, Epimethia will probably, like, hover down from midair. Like, we'll basically actually do a pass over the park first just to, like, get a... To make sure that it is not, you know, that there's no like nobody waiting in the trees or anything like that. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say that as soon as you guys like enter her field of vision, Casila is going to like, like instantly go from like, all right, let's do this. We got this. Yeah, we're gonna do this. We're killing it. We're killing it. Oh my god, it's my fucking heroes! (laughs) And like, kind of like instantly like oh my god oh my god and she like brings up um like a magazine that and like runs directly up to you guys and goes are you mr medium one second let me check and he does like a flex and then he looks like flexes looks like that's the case Yeah, and I'll say that uh, station joins in, you know, appropriately. Yeah, when once okay. folks start landing in the park, Evelyn's just gonna like walk in, basically from the side with her hands in her pockets. <laughs> okay, Casino, Casino. Okay, you practice this. You practice this. Okay, <laughs> okay, Mister Medium. Hey, uh, will you please teach me? And I'll, I'll, I'll instantly bow and put my head straight to the ground. I wish to become your apprentice. Hey, uh, Vindictive, mind, um, introducing your friend? Casila, Torch, Torch, Casila. Pleasure to make your acquaintances. Believe me, she's been like this pretty much for the last, well, as long as I've known her. And that's only full days. Like I said, really wants to meet you guys. I I am Casila. Casila Pandita. I am the apprentice of Grandmaster Yeshi. Wait, but you just said you want to be my apprentice? And, and she'll sort of like, like at that, she'll sort of like look a little confused and uh, uh, it, one can have many masters. I, I simply wish to learn from the best. And you, you are the best. And Mr. William rubs his chin and like nods, like very like, yes, that's true. <laughs> Mr. Medium is already on board with this idea. He has no idea what it is, but he's already liking it. And, and I assume I also uh, Epimethea is also there too, right? Yes. Yep. Um, if, if 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 you do not, I if you do not mind, could you please? Um, and she'll take out this ratty old like magazine that has more creases and folds in it than like m- visible. Like you know how like it it get, looks when when you you have like a magazine that you you repeatedly use. Yeah. Um, she will hold it up to you, and it will say, uh, "It's it's it's like a um like a a, a Thailand like based publication, but ha- is done in English, and it will say um stories of the world, 
and she'll open it up to somewhere in the middle and she will it'll you'll see a small um like half page article that says um hero group torch defeats uh villain group core are they the rising heroes of um of uh, cascadia uh and then underneath will be a picture of uh epimethia uh mr medium and the harpy and it will say and, and it'll sort of like in very small text be like um uh heroes epimethia pictured left uh mr medium in center and the hapri on left or on right uh help detain is and, it actually and, spelled incorrectly or yes is it, it is spelled okay. incorrectly okay h-a-p-r-y yes correct um help detain several villains who were seeking to destabilize the re- whole region and and it, it basically does a general gist of of the mission that you guys uh, mm-hmm. of, yeah, yeah. Of, of the first, uh, the first yeah. adventure, effectively. Exactly. Station looks over at the thing. It's like, hey, when the hell did D? When the hell did you guys get these photos done? They look professional. Mm, it doesn't exactly have my best side, but it's not bad. I, I would like to ask if you could please sign it for me. Mister Media produces a pen. Is that just part of your powers? That you got like a pen on you at all times to present any promos? Spectral pen. Yes. <laughs> a ghost got it for me. Um, all right, then he'll he'll sign it. I'll, I'll I'll move it over to Epimethia. Epimethia will take the pen in her giant hand and like very roughly like like clearly trying not to like rip this page. You can clearly tell that this page has been. Like it's it's been cracked too. Like the the spine of this magazine has been completely cracked to this page, which you can tell has been reread and analyzed uh, a thousand times. Yeah, uh, yeah. Epimethia, who is whose hands were not in fact made for signing things. Um, yep. Uh, will like roughly like you know what? Cassandra's a huge nerd. Uh, she, it'll like. It, Epimethia will actually write her name out in Greek letters. Yeah. yeah. Like a printer. <laughs> it is, it is kind of, yes, like a print, like, quite, not, not like a printer, but like, just very, like, deliberate, like, me- uh, like, mechanical, like, movements. <laughs> yeah, I like to think that Epimethia has the controls for the hands, like, in her hand, sweating inside the suit, trying not to rip this thing. Then she just goes, fuck it, and presses the app that makes it do uh, the writing that it needs to. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, the, the, the suit was designed for, like, combat and, like, holding, like, large weapons, not, like, <laughs> take this tiny pen and write your name with it. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. oh crap, fine motor well, control. Shit, 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 shit. Looks like Epimethia has a new project. Yeah, it's to get a stamp. <laughs> so she just, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the stamp of Daedalus. <laughs> yeah, no, there, there's uh, there's now a sticky note inside the cockpit of, of <laughs> note to self, fine motor controls. Added, <laughs> added to the internal Epimethia sprint board. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like got like a question mark next to it, like fine motor controls. <laughs> um, and and Casila will sort of like go like, oh my god, this is the happiest day of my life. Thank you so much. 
And she'll once again go down to her knees and be like, Please, accept me. I will be a hero. Just like you. Evelyn's... I will help defeat Ale Evil in Pacific. Evelyn's going to look around um, at the others like, uh, So, um... Saber! <laughs> and then he's going to huddle up. How often does this happen um, to you? I uh, mean, you were kind of the first. I didn't think it would happen twice. Yeah, Carson just started showing up at our fight. I mean, uh, also, uh, all of this conversation is through your your earpieces. Yeah. Via via the yeah. comms. So we're, I, we're all in the huddle, and Evamedia's just not saying anything, <laughs> and everyone else is talking. Yeah. I, 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 is standing there, like like <laughs> Cassandra has engaged the look heroic uh, mode on the suit. Yeah. Yeah. I assume that um, Casila is half trying to stay as still as possible as she's bowing and half really excitedly moving her head up to get a peek up Epimethea and being yeah. like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> well, I, I guess he wasn't kidding when he said that it was our biggest fan. I mean, how often do we get autographs? I mean, Still, this is weird. Biggest fan, but that magazine was like a, a year old, if not more. Yeah, that was... Uh, that that was a while ago. Um, the uh... yeah, back when public goodwill was still kind of on our side. Mm. Public goodwill. Uh, in I mean, what are you saying? The people love Mister Medium. <laughs> if, I think if they you... just love your car commercial. Yeah. I we had a conversation that we would not discuss the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Medium begins tightening his grip. Uh, uh, easy now, big fella. Um, I mean, I think the the, the question is, what? Uh, we can't just let some random like person join our team. No offense, so, but like at at the very least, uh, the, the Pelicanetic actually sent us a, a resume and like a video of what she could do before uh, she joined us. So as you guys are doing this huddle, if anyone looks back, um, uh, um, Vindictive is like taking stuff out of a bag, which is like a length of rope and a can of Coke. And he's like setting it up and he's just kind of almost like he's waiting for you guys to finish. Uh, well, maybe we should, you know, have an actual interview process. We could do like a practical. But I thought we agreed no more hazing. It's not hazing. That's... We could do like a practical interview where she shows us what she can do, if she can do anything. Uh, you know, we could run her through scenarios, <clears throat> and we could do like a, a trial run. I, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Mr. Medium like looks up as if he's uh, realized something. He's like, "I've got it," and he like breaks off from the sidebar. Do you see that you want to join us? Yes, I I would like to become your apprentice. Well, as much as I hate to see it, I'm all the full up on. Apprentices! Uh, oh, now that being said, if you are truly someone who can help us and be a part of the team, I would just have a test just for you. Lovely. I will accept any test. I assume you want to kind of see if she's just a fan or if there's a reason why I dragged all you guys out here. Uh, Mr. Medium looks over. The point of test! Gladly. Alright, Casila. So, yes. you remember that stuff you did down at the docks? I yes. kind of want to show them a little bit of this. So, here. And he, like, sets a can of Coke, uh, or, like, a, of a soft drink on the ground, and he says, 
I want you to remove the concept of fullness from this can. Okay. Fullness. Fullness. Do you do you want it to just be empty? Yes. Hold on a second. And he takes the can, goes up to the members of Torch, and shakes it. You can clearly hear like liquid sloshing around inside of it. Okay. And then he and... puts it back down on the ca- uh, on the ground. All right. And at this, um, do uh, Epimethia, would you say that we've set something up where like there's a camera in your suit that would allow me to see through the eyes of the statue, or? I mean, yeah, if Carson wanted that as a, like, yeah. as a thing so he could, like, watch stuff from, from his uh, remote location. Yeah, because otherwise this would have been very one-sided. So I would say that that would have been a unappreciated addition to all of this. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So, yeah, and then he so sets it on the ground and asks um, Kasila to remove the concept of fullness, or yes, make it empty. Okay. Make it empty without opening the can. Oh, this changes things. Now I will have to use a concept. Thank yes, you. that's why I asked. Because, because, just so you know, before you mentioned that, I was just going to open the can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what Vincent realized, too. He was like, wait a minute. Right, bad with idioms. All right. Um, I got it. Okay. And she'll, she'll reach her sword up, and she'll, like, hold it kind of like a baseball bat. And it'll start to glow a little bit. And then she'll swing it. And then nothing will happen for about four or five seconds before you guys start to see the... It's, a, it's Coke, right? You said? Yeah, it's a soft drink. It, it, it's just the, the, the Coke actually start to, like, drip out of the bottom of, like, the, the can onto what I assume to be, like, a table or, like, something that we were, like, that's nearby... Yeah, like and a nearby like, table. Yeah, and like fall out of it like a um, uh, like it all of a sudden the 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 outside of the can became like translucent, but or or a trans what's what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, where, where you can move through it without porous, permeable. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm bad at describing words. Um, <laughs> it it the, essentially what she's done is she's removed um the concept of permeability. For, for all liquids touching the can. Mm. And, and just right. had had all the liquid inside just fall out. Yeah. So yeah, all the liquid falls out and then Vindictive makes a point of like picking up the can, um, like here, catch, and he throws it to someone. Um, I'm going to say he throws it to Mr. Medium. And as you catch it, it feels like uh, an empty can of soda, but the top isn't popped and you can still feel that like it hasn't been cut open in any way. Now what kind of beast mumbo-jumbo is this? Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. And he reaches into the bag and he pulls out a length of rope and he, like, throws some of it on the ground so it coils up and he pulls one and he says, All right, Kasila, I want you to make this rope rigid. Remove all its flexibility. Like the giant, uh, uh, tall structure yesterday. Yes, exactly like that. But uh, I'm going to throw it up in the air, and I want you to do it while it's in the air, all right? So oh. let me know when you're ready. Go ahead. I am ready. All right. Three, two, one. And he tosses one of the ends of the rope into the air. And yeah, uh, Kasila will once again do a, a sort of swing right in the middle of the air. And you'll find that it, like, it goes from, like, moving midair to just suddenly dropping down on the ground and creating a little bit of an impact. Yeah. 
So the way that I was going to describe it is you cut the rope, like, is now standing straight up, and Vindictive picks it up, and the coil does not move. It sort of looks almost like the, like a lamp base, basically. Mm-hmm. I did not know if you wanted it to be stretchy or, or, or rubbery. Or, this will or, or work solid. just fine. This will work just fine for the demonstration. And yeah, so Vindictive like shows it to everyone, like bends the the length of rope that's straight to show that it actually like bends as if it's a solid object, and then tosses it to someone so that you may also examine it uh, and look at this. Is there anything that I can do for you? It is customary that when you are accepted as, as an apprentice or as a friend to help and give them aid. Is there anything I can provide aid for you? So I will say that during all of this, Carsonon has been leaning forward uh, in his seat to, yeah, watch the screen during all this. And so at this, uh, Epimethea, you're going to get a message inside of your uh, suit because basically I'm trying not to use the communicator because the less that people in the coffee shop hear this sort of thing, the better. So basically you're going to get a message saying, we need to ask her some questions. Uh, yeah, the, like, Cassandra's, like, looking at this rope, like, trying to figure out, like, if there's, like, a trick to it. Yeah, what's the magic trick? Yeah, it's like, okay, all scans say this is a rope. A rope that's not flexible. Yes, I have made it solid. Uh, no, yeah. that, 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 that's, that's Cassandra's inner monologue. It's, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Like, the, the, Epimetheus says, ah, a fine bit of magic, and hands it to the... To the next person. Well, actually, hands it to to Gene and like over the comm link. Gene, is this some spirit bullshit? You get a message back that's like probably, but I've never seen his spirit bound to an object like this. Uh, if it is, maybe my dad knows something about it. But yeah, this could be a spirit ability, but it would have to be very powerful. I don't sense anything off of her. Hold on a second. And so Seishin is going to put the rope down, like, base first, so it stands up. And then he's going to go over and be like, Hey, Kasila, that glowing thing you do with your sword, do you have to swing when you use it? Or can you just, like, um, you know, have it turned on, so to speak? Um, if I was, if I was Yeshi, uh, uh, Auntie, Auntie can do it without the sword. I'm not as good as Yeshi yet. I, I'm still learning, but... Eventually, she says that I will learn how to cut without the use of the sword itself. It helps me channel the chi. Can you channel the chi into the sword? I want to test something. Uh, Sure. And with that, she'll sort of hold the sword up in front of her, like next to you, and sort of like like give a a bit of effort, and the sword will start to glow slightly. All right. So with that, um, you see this man in blue. Um, sort of, uh, suddenly a, like, figure materializes behind him. It kind of looks like a a really big upper torso. And, uh, it just kind of rests a finger on the sword and then moves it across, um, like, what's left of the blade in a really sharp motion. And you see the guy in blue suddenly go, ah! Okay? That's definitely magic. Uh, hey, Kasila, you ever heard of something called a spirit? Did your... You said Auntie mentioned anything about a spirit? 
Auntie has known many spirits in her life. I have met very few of them. It, it, they do not like to come out very often to people that they do not know. And unfortunately, uh, I don't know very many. But if we talked with Auntie, she might be able to help. And where is this Auntie? I do not know. And she'll like smile really like... <laughs> As if it's like very like... Yeah. Obvious or like not surprising that she doesn't know. Yeah. She's gone. She's... She, we'll, we'll, we'll meet up. I'm sure. If she... If Yeshi wanted to find me... She... Find me. Yeah, she cuts the concept of distance between the two of you and just appears yeah. beside you. Yeah, 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 she's just like, where is that girl of mine? Ugh. And she'll just like cut a massive like giant space rift in time and be like, ah, she'll, she'll, she will come towards it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, Jean is going to like pull out the phone and send a message to Epimethea that basically says, not sure if spirit, definitely magic though. Got the cut to prove it. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, the reason I figured out she can do all this is because uh, when we were fighting that uh, Prima Frosta, she kind of cut the concept of cold right out of her. I don't yeah. think it was her powers, though. It was something else. Long story. Other things she can do, uh, remove the slipperiness from ice. Yeah. Uh, caveat to though, she can't put anything back together. So that rope is like that forever now. Right? I apologize if that rope was special to you. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. I just want to make sure they understand what the, like, you know, what the deal is. Yes. Uh, Once something is cut, you cannot uncut it. That is what Yeshi is trying to do. But I do not think that I will ever be able to do as well as she can. Hmm. So, huh. Okay. I mean, that makes sense from a metaphysical standpoint, I guess. Do you know where the Hapri is? Hmm. Um, yeah, I type in... She keeps saying Hapri. What does she mean by that? The the text you get back from Epimethea is the word Hapri next to the word Harpy. Uh, I clocked that. And, okay, who's going to bring her up to speed on that? Uh. Mm. <laughs> Everyone just kind of looks around at each <laughs> other. going to pipe up. Oh. I, I think you mean the Harpy. She's not around anymore. Oh, Harpy. Harpy. Did she change her name? No. She's on a bit of a sabbatical, I guess. Yeah. Oh, so... she is on a journey herself. Then <laughs> Mr. Medium makes a, a realization. Ah, yeah, exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like point. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, I guess that's probably the most succinct way of putting it. I understand. We all <laughs> must take many journeys in life. <laughs> and she'll sort of like look at you and go, well, uh, I know that you said I could not be your apprentice, but can I be a hero? Uh, well, that's up to you! Then yes, I will join your team. More Thank often you. than not, it's all fucking the news media. <laughs> 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 Mr. Media makes a, like, confused sort of, like, wait, that's not what I no. said. Um, yeah, uh, Ep uh, Epimethea, you just get, wait, 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 in the cop, yeah. And so... Uh, so, FMVT's got this. So, FMVT says, uh, <clears throat> while your abilities are impressive, uh, perhaps, uh, we will need to see, uh, see you in action first before, uh, you join the team for, uh, properly. Uh, the next time there is a, uh, 
we we face a, a, a foul foe, uh, we will uh, contact you. Do you have a uh, <clears throat> a a phone? <laughs> a social perhaps, media, <laughs> or, or, or are you uh, reachable by by Messenger Bird? Oh, uh, George, you you may speak to George. Uh, and Vindictive lists off like an address. She's staying there. Uh, helped them out of a hell of a jam, and uh, they saw fit to repay that. Very well. We shall contact this George the the next time. Uh. We, we face foul foes and uh, require your help to defeat evil. You, yes, I will foul. I, I, I will, I will, I will defeat the foe. I will, I will help you. All right. Well, congrats, kiddo. Looks like yeah. you made it, or at least to a certain extent. You're in the interview process, at least. This calls for celebration. Tonight, me and you, we will get food together. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I will go how about something a lit this uh let's let's stay away from the hunting for now. I I know a place. It's good celebration food. Oh, you know a hunt place. Okay. In a manner of speaking, yes. How do you feel about Robin? Ah yes, I know this. Noodles. I like noodles. That's a good kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and everybody's just gonna like watch this interaction. It's like this is a lot less mercenary than uh than she's seen like vindictive ever be. Yeah. This is vindictive and weirdly kind of a dad mode. <laughs> Look, if you encountered someone that could possibly kill you, but didn't realize it, you too would be kind of trying to get on their good side. Yep. Um, or, Harry, even worse, could possibly make sure that you not get killed. Yes. No, yeah, well, you're, 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 you have, have that problem, problem. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Basically, uh, that fact hasn't occurred to Vindictive yet. For now, he en he's enjoying immortality. Mm. Yeah. Give it so another hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then Vindictive is gonna turn to all of you guys and be like, So, uh, anything else you want to ask? Or is this business concluded? Yeah. I'm gonna send a message to Epimethea. Ask her why she wants to be a hero. Um, actually, uh, Epimethea is going to farm that to, to someone else on the team. I think that's, that, that's not quite an Epimethea question, but I think it might be a, a pretty good Mr. Medium question. Uh, so Mr. Medium, uh, looks at the text message and says, Okay, first test, come with me! Yes. And then uh, he's going to make a motion and he's going to start running. Um, and, uh, he's going to run and jump up to the, uh the building's roof that uh uh Carson is on all right so is this and, like and, a... and, I, and mr medium actually wants to see what she like mobility wise what she can do so what what do you do um i'm going to uh, do, uh to let me know by the way when you whenever you guys need to actually make a roll if you do but uh i'm going to casila is going to uh go up try to like like touch the side of the building and, and then like she's going to take the sword and you, you can tell she's like like kind of like looking and like like moving her arm to like give it a, like a specific like section of the building and and then she's going to it, the sword is going to glow and she's going to raise it up high and do like a big chop as like straight from like head to toe down before like going up to the wall that she was right in front of and literally 
like putting her foot into it, creating like uh, an like a uh, like a make well? sh- yeah a footwell. Because what she's done is she's basically turned the wall or or removed the concept of like re- like su- making it super hard or whatever, and and made it into something that where she can actually like um, grasp it, grasp and and take like pieces out of it with how force. much of the wall though because i how like, tall is the building you're on chris well yeah um, i'm gonna this is, i'm guessing a basic coffee shop like maybe it's about 40 like the roof is about 40 feet up oh 40 feet okay i thought you were talking like tw- 10 to 20. In, wait in the coffee case, shop is 40 feet high uh, yeah if it's just a regular coffee shop it's probably oh. like yeah 10 15 feet something like that is it yeah oh okay me yeah um, yeah, I'm going to say that she can do, like, 10 to 20 feet if she does, like, a one meter. Well, I mean, you could essentially run up and then slash again and then run up and then slash again and keep doing yeah. that all the way up, couldn't you? Okay. I can. I, I, I'm i going to say that she can probably get to a one to two story building at, at least mm-hmm. with one slash. If it's more than that, then, yeah, she'll probably have to do the, like, run slash run slash. But she will make her way up slightly slowly. It's not like a super she this is something it's kind of like uh a little bit you know she's not used to moving like this vertically but but she'll make her way up i am here i am sorry if i took too long please give me another chance well mr Minion kind of like nods looks it's not bad but uh the real test is actually talking to this guy and uh he motioned us uh, and points to Carson. Um, you do realize I've been in the coffee shop. I'm not on the roof. Oh yes, I forgot. Uh, for some reason, I thought you were. We we said you were on a vantage point, and you weren't. And you weren't. Yes. Um. Can can we say that Mr. Medium thought that that's where Carson has been this entire time? Yeah. Now, Carson, reveal yourself. <laughs> oh, Carson. <laughs> Mr. Medium begins walking around the top of the building and like lifting up stuff. It's like. Damn, he's good. Uh, <laughs> so I am like the shadow with a shadow with a ghost. I am in my the god. coffee shop, staring at the screen, frozen in place. Just, oh my fucking god! The uh, heroes of this town are truly strange and wonderful. Okay. Seems like he had his own test for you. Your second test will be to find Krishnan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I I'll just... sort of like start making my way out, like arms out. Ka- Carson on, I am Casila. Mister, Mister Me. Do you really think that a milk toast soda cola is gonna bring out a man like Carson on? You're right. I I will challenge him to combat. <laughs> I am running my hands down my face. <laughs> I, Casila, challenge you to one-on-one combat. I am the apprentice of Grandmaster Yeshi. Yeah, so here from down below, Kasila! Oh, okay. You look over the edge of the roof, there is a, a nondescript guy uh, down there who's just calling up to you, just, and he just kind of gives you a wave with a completely blank expression on his face. Pavilion, thank you for <laughs> knowing my name. <laughs> Have you seen the hero? <laughs> <laughs> is gonna lean over to like Epimetheus the Pelican at this point. It's like, well, she's got the spirit, but uh, there's room for improvement. Uh, yeah, 
Evamithia will lean over. Are, are you getting flashbacks of Kari as well, or is it just me? Oh, no, definitely. I, like, super... I was just going to say something along the lines of that this is weird that this has happened to me twice. <laughs> hmm. uh, text. I must fight you. Uh, yeah, he just lets out a long, slow sigh. Mr. Mia looks at him, he's like super confused. He's like, he like point, he like points to like the top of he like without uh, Casio being able to see, like points at Carson that points at the top of the building and makes like a what sort of face. Damn, he got into the coffee shop before I even got to <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna go. I go back into the coffee shop, go on the communicator, and. Mr. Medium, bring her down here so I can talk to her like a person. Do we want to do this outside of the coffee shop? No offense, but we do kind of, you know... Uh, Mr. Medium's gonna jump down and then grab Carson on in civilian form and then yeah. just jump to the top of the building. <laughs> yeah. Yo! That guy just kidnapped that dude! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, um, I need to get my laptop! And then, yeah, you... <laughs> then we are on top of the building, so... Ugh. Okay... Give me some heads up next time you're going to do that. You, you will see that Kasila at the top of the building has put herself in like a, um, uh, like a half sitting, half, uh, kneeling stance in which the blade, uh, like of her sword is like face down. And she's like, kind of like, um, uh, like kneeling in prayer, like a, a knight you, you would have done. And she'll look up and she'll look at you and say, are you ready? What? Combat. We're not fighting. Oh. I don't I know apologize. Who Look, I'm gonna make this real simple. And I'm just gonna sit down cross-legged across from her. I will copy this action. And I'm just gonna... I got my hands on my knees, and I'm just looking at you with the most even expression possible, just betraying absolutely nothing. Why do you want to be a hero? And she'll sort of like take a moment and like like because you because you are you are good you are uh and she'll sort of like look to the to like down a little bit like into like the ground and like take a moment and then she'll like look up and say because it is the right thing to do yeah um i'm just gonna mull on that for a bit then okay and what does doing the right thing mean to you? Like, what do heroes do? They, they save it. They, 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 they save the day. I will show you. And she'll, like, take out the magazine that uh -huh. she had the others to sign. Yep. And she will open it up in front of you. And she'll, like, almost like a mother reading a story to a, like, child. Like, go and start reading the article out. Like, heroic group known as Torch. Defeat the evil core. This is a story about the Mr. Medium, Epimethia, and the Harpy. 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 Yeah, yes. Alright. And it will teach you why you should be a hero. So let me get this straight. Because of that article... It's basically telling you that you should be just like the harpy. Of course. I just she is... close my eyes and deeply inhale. She'll smile unknowingly. Be. Why would I be anything else? I will be like 
like the harpy, and I will be like Epimethea and Mr. Medium, and I'll Mr. Medium, like, Mr. Medium, you. smiles and poses, yeah. and 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 I will save the day. At this point, uh, Gene uh, Station lands on the roof, and he like hands Carson on the laptop, and he's like, "Yeah, two out of three ain't bad." And besides, her heart certainly seems like it's in the right place. Yeah, I'm just gonna sigh. She's got the spirit. I only wish that the harp, the harpy, the harpy, sorry, will will eventually return from her journey. Um, yeah, my eyes go wide for a second there, and I'm just, okay, um, so it's clear you got a lot of talent, and that you got some interesting skills, and that with a bit of polish, you can make something of yourself. Um, this has been... Yeah, like, I scratched my chin a little bit, kind of looking her over. This has been informative. This will work. Thank you. I look forward to working with you and learning from you. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, and I'm just kind of holding a hand up. Maybe, you know the phrase, don't count your chickens before they hatch? No. Okay. Maybe try not to build up expectations before you're certain of what's going to happen. I understand. You will. Trust me, kid. When you are in this line of work, you will. You may not be as great as Mr. Medium, but do not worry. I will treat you like a brother and sister in this group. And I'll actually give you a hug. uh, Yeah, I'm just like, my emotions just yo-yoed all over the place in that (laughs) last sentence. Mr. Medium just kind of like... Mr. Vian's like looks at you and makes like a I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, work I just work here, dude. Yeah, I, I give him like my my expression mirrors your body language and your message exactly. <laughs> just uh uh oh sorry, I forgot the name. Uh Casila okay. is like doing this heartfelt hug, and there's just three other people on this roof that are all just kind of looking at each other like, eh? <laughs> Okay, kid, we'll, we're gonna talk. I mean, by we, I mean me and the members of the torch, we're gonna talk. Okay. We're gonna contact you soon. Yes. We'll talk to you then, okay? I understand. Yeah. You, you, do you know George? No. Uh, uh we got the number from, uh, Vindictive. Uh, oh, okay. And I assume, by the way, that, that, like, George would have given Vindictive, like, a, a cell number or something. Yeah, basically. Like, and... and Okay, I will return there, and I will wait for you, or no, uh, any of you. Wait, no. Should look, I wait? why don't you just live your life as you were going to do, and when we give you a call, we'll see what happens then. Okay? I may not be home for several hours. Please, if I do not pick up in the next several hours. I, I, it's, it's probably going to be a day or two. Oh, okay. So don't hold your breath, okay? Yes. Yeah. Yes. By the way, I don't. I understand you know the three of us and uh, Mr. Medium and Epimethea, but I don't think you know who I am. Name's Sation, and um, uh, I'm going to hold out a hand to shake, basically. You were the, you 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 were you had your uh, blue spirit uh, up earlier, right? Yes. Ah, yes. You also are the follower of the way of Chi. It is nice to meet you, Sation, and she'll bow. No, and uh, with that, he'll retract the hand and bow back. (laughs) 
Evelyn has been really reluctant throughout this whole thing. Uh, you can't quite read her because she's wearing her mask and she's wearing a hoodie, but she was the last of you to land on this roof, and she's actually going to do that now. Um, she flies. Evelyn is, is is not landing on right. this roof. Evelyn is hovering like a few feet off the ground. No, Evelyn is actually like gone on patrol, and Cassandra's just listening in the, through all of your, like... The comms, uh, yeah. That's, uh, through the comms. That's fair. She, she doesn't feel like she has anything, like, relevant to add to this conversation, uh... Fair. <laughs> currently. Yeah. Very hard fair. to do so as a giant robot. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um... Giant statue. Yeah, so Evelyn's gonna land just behind Mr. Medium, uh, and kind of retract her big spectral wings, and she's not really gonna say anything. All right. Anyways, uh, you needed a way home, right? Yes, I, ha I will. No, 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 it's fine. I can give you a lift. Uh, Kiai, if you wouldn't mind. And uh, with that, you see the um, the uh, spirit materialize, and he sort of like picks up Gene by the feet, and he kind of scoops you up, and he's like, all right, how good are you with like aerial maneuvers? I do not know how to fly. All right, can you keep your body loose? I am very loose. Perfect. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> shut up. Anyway, Mr. Me just looks at you like what? <laughs> so, uh, we're gonna need to teach this kid about what to actually say in society. Yeah. Anyways, uh, which uh, where'd you say the address was again? Oh, it is close to the poor part of town. Oh. All right. Yeah. Uh. All right. So yeah, keep loose, and the spirit suddenly throws both you and Sation in that direction. As the and then each time you come close to the ground, the spirit catches you and keeps throwing you. This is so much fun. Yeah, it's a blast, ain't it? Do you do it often? That's how I get around town. At least while I'm, you know, wearing this. I should find a similar direction. And uh, uh, yeah, Station will take her home. Yeah, awesome. Oh, uh, all right. I guess the rest of us go back to the base, and yeah. then we can chat. Th then we can chat about this. So, yeah, I've um, basically I've got a sheet of paper out and I am making copious notes. And eventually I just after making a bunch of these notes, I look up at everybody and I'm just, OK, so what do we all think? Uh, so Brandon, this, at this point, Mr. Medium is uh, uh, is back to Brandon. Yeah. Well, uh, she seemed rather excitable. OK. So yeah, I've divided the sheet into two halves, basically. And on the left side, I put enthusiastic. Yeah. That ability of hers is incredibly powerful. Yes. I don't think it's a spirit, but it certainly got the same trappings of it. She said something about chi? I don't know. Maybe it's just a modified version of it. But my dad is... probably would know more. Still, oh, that's a hell of a thing to be able yeah. to do. When Vindictive yeah. called yeah. me, he said specifically that this is someone that we want working for us and that we should go to meet her before she goes to someone else. And I can see what he means. I, this I, is almost yeah. too powerful. I don't know how to deal with this. Too powerful is a really good way to put it. Honestly, Brandon, it reminds me of your ability in that with, uh, by thinking outside the box and putting the right kind of creativity on a power like this, like, this kid could be absolutely terrifying. And it, I think it may be up to us whether that's a good or a bad. Well, one thing, I, I don't know if you caught this, but 
Vindictive did say that once something is cut, it can't be put back together again. Now that's scary enough, but with her kind of, you know, uh, excitable, as you said, personality, that uh, uh -huh. that's really scary to me. That's what I'm really worried about, you know? Uh, in this, in all right. This, so yeah. we'll have to train. Yeah, her, you in, know, in this, teach her the in ropes. This job, you got to yeah. make a lot of split decisions, right? And that's bad yeah. enough when you're deciding between, you know, uh, whether to take a bullet in the arm or the shoulder or whatever. But with something like that, like, I, I don't know, I don't know. I just watched the way that yeah. she went up that building, and I was thinking, like, well, there's so many different ways that she could make the wall easier to climb that would also make it more likely to collapse if a, a, a car ran into it. You know, it's it's mm -hmm. the, the potential for collateral hey, damage Thanks is enormous. Uh, you can find us on Obviously, she needs coaching, but I don't know if I feel comfortable taking on that responsibility. At LTTN Cast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. I mean, if anything, it kind of works like me and Kiai. My power also has a lot of weird applications that I'm only just kind of figuring it out now. And I already know that it can have some rather unusual effects. Two things, Gene. One, your powers are reversible. And two, you've got a lot more common sense than that kid does. <laughs> well, maybe not entirely reversible. Uh, yeah. And uh, there, there, is a, a, there is still a certain member of core who uh, has yet to wake up from his coma, so... Uh, out of character, I'm aware of that. In character, yeah. No, no, no. No, Epimetheus said that, like, out loud. Okay, so, wait. Right, right, I read the details on this. So, yeah, the the article that made this kid so gung-ho on joining us, uh, basically the idea is that you guys fought members of this group called Core in the past, but in fact, they aren't the real members of Core. They were just kind of a smokescreen. <sighs> okay, I probably should explain this. So, in that article, it yeah. probably mentions that the guy behind Core, and he says that with, like, air quotes, ended up in a coma because of the damage sustained in the fight. Yeah. That's not entirely true. Before I realized that I could use the Yokoshizo ability, I didn't know it existed. And when I used it on Yates, I kind of put him into that coma. So that was when you first used the ability, and you had no idea that you could until you used it. Yeah, and um, as far as I can tell, and the doctors have told me, uh, they're pretty sure he's not waking up anytime soon. That's heavy stuff. And I mean, there's other stuff too, like, I don't know, I've been getting into this, and he pulls out the, the Psychology for Dummies book. You know, the brain is still malleable, so yeah, my effects are reversible, but who knows, if I do it long enough or with enough intensity, it might end up doing something permanent. I'm not sure. I yeah. don't know brain things. But that's something else. I did see the psychology textbook you picked up. Like, you're making the effort to read that stuff? Uh, the kid? She doesn't know at the moment that those textbooks even exist. Well, that's fair. Well, I mean, she's been trained by someone. Like, this isn't a natural ability. No, yeah. that's true. And I, I would say that her lack of understanding uh, of our well, of Pacific City, shouldn't be a knock against her. That's something True. that can easily be taught. Uh, she might... Uh, she might have more knowledge of 
her own abilities that then we're giving her credit for. We really don't. I think the what it comes down to is we really just don't know what she's capable of and what her limitations are. Uh, I mean, she made all of the the soda leak out of that can, but she didn't make the can like the soda disappear. She didn't replace the soda with a vacuum. Like, right. I think that there is probably some sort of limitation there. Um, I, I think, generally speaking, we we keep an eye on her. If yeah. she starts causing trouble, then she's then we try and talk her down. But I yeah. think, I mean, she, her heart's in the right place. And um, I'm going to be honest, like, considering that it was Vincent who picked her up, or, or Vindictive, because she doesn't know that his name yeah, Vincent. Yeah. Uh, Vindictive, who picked her up, um, Vindictive's worse, worked with a lot less scrupulous people than us. So, Yeah, that's something I didn't actually get from him. Uh, he said that she was part of... Uh, 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 what was the ballerina's name again? Prima um, Frosta. Frosta. He said that she helped take down Prima Frosta, but he didn't actually say how she got involved with that or how the two of them met. Um to, to be totally clear here, I think we should take her in, or at least keep an eye on her. Um, but I gotta say, this is this is something else. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is uh, not like when you joined the team at all, telekinetic. This is something. This is an entirely different situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not the first time we've had a, someone with whose abilities aren't completely well-defined <laughs> yeah um the uh well you you never met uh uh kari she was uh, uh one of the original members of the team uh before even karsthan joined uh she, uh, she uh there there's i honestly see a lot of uh a lot of similarities between uh kari and uh and kasila the yeah. uh like new to the city with not a lot of knowledge and abilities that are Quite honestly, like, all of you have really baffling abilities to me, but, uh, like, Kari, like, controlled emotion and turned that into power, including, like, shooting laser beams and tasing people with her mind. So, you know. Yeah, on just lets out a little whistle at that. Yeah, yeah, it's, so, I mean, it's not completely, a, like, unknown territory uh, here to, to deal with someone young, naive, and... Uh, with a lot of power at their disposal, so I wonder how long it's going to be before it becomes a good idea that I got to put them up in my goddamn house. <laughs> yeah, well, so here's what I'm thinking: uh, next time something happens, we'll call her in. Uh, one of you can grab one of can grab a phone and give it to her, so that we have a way to keep get in touch with her and you know keep an eye on her if necessary. Yeah, sp- speaking of which. Um, Vin, Vindictive made it sound like she was just staying with a civilian, just some guy, some friend of his. Maybe we should loop him in on this, like give him a phone in case there's an emergency. The, 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 the George, George guy? George, yeah. I mean, sure. I, because Andrew will like go to, to like the, a desk and open it up. It's just full of smartphones. It's like, yeah, sure. Just take All right. two. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe I'm being overly cautious here, but I don't know. No such thing. Yeah. Uh, especially considering she doesn't seem to be uh, putting together a proper secret identity. That's something else. Yeah. I mean, does she kind of like 
does she need one? One of the other members of our team never did, and it didn't seem to bite um, them in the ass. It's... Wait, we're talking about Darian, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I still don't know how she pulled that off, but I'm saying it won't hurt to be careful because in case you remember, there's at least one member of our team who is really reliant on a secret identity right now. More so I, than the others. I, Cassandra just points at herself and points at the giant robot. <laughs> one of us? And, and, and also this, yes. Yeah, 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 no, nah, no. Nah. Mr. Medium looks like... <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not, I don't like to advertise, but I would mm. also prefer to keep my identity secret. I mean, I I'm have not family. in a lot of danger, but I'd rather not like Corgoons knowing where I live. Yeah, well, I yeah. mean. Hey, um, that's something else I want to ask. So I've read the details on that, and like, apparently, so that's the thing about Core. From my understanding, and I like, sh like, I adjust myself and I sit a bit more forward in my seat. From my understanding, there's this like super big, super nebulous, shadowy organization that exists here in Pacific City, right? Uh, as far as we know, I mean, uh, our, our breadcrumb tr trail didn't uh, lead very far before they they cut Yates off and had him pretend to be Core. Uh, we're pretty sure that uh, Marino is, is is a member, but mm. you know. And, like, all the t and they were the reason that this team was first formed, but during this entire time that you guys have been doing stuff, like, when I joined and when we worked together to take down that Gilgamesh clone, and when we fought the Mad Chemist, and, uh, the Trion Devils, and everything like that, you don't think that maybe, I don't know, it seems a little weird that Core has been quiet this entire time. I kind of figured that they were just waiting for Marino to, you know, own control of the city. I mean, uh, other than the the small part controlled by two gangs that we're kind of in bed with, you know, he more or less does. It's and again, the 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 issue is is that uh, we is that we we really don't have much to go off of. I mean, we can try tracking the media to see if we can find a cover up, but again. The only reason we had all of that information beforehand is because we literally had a list of all of their cover-ups. Um, they were... They went after... We know that uh, for some reason they went after Kari uh, and her family. Yeah, but, still no idea as to why that happened? Yeah, uh, that's the thing. We we don't know. We know that they, they were in contact with the Hierophant. But uh -huh. again, the... Uh, uh, you know, uh, the after his remote clone whatever thing blew up, there's nothing there. So, I mean, yeah, they're, they're I, I'm sure that there's something, but we haven't really had a lot of. I, quite honestly, uh, like the, there's been too many other things c competing for our time. I was hoping, actually, now that the gang war had been calmed down. We can, instead of working with Marino, finally like turn our sights to figuring out what he's actually up to. Uh, yeah, that would be very finally interesting. Finally, a swift kick in the nads. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I I agree. I'm I loathe to associate with him any longer. Uh, I I do want to say though, we we did kind of make a, a a deal not deal with him that he wouldn't step into the the Harpy's old territory. I I wouldn't want to put that in jeopardy by by directly interposing with his business. If you know what I mean. 
Uh, uh, we just gotta be stealthy, is all I'm we saying. we can look into something... Well, there is one thing I know about them. Back when we were doing the Mad Chemist thing and I was kind of looking at the cameras, I noticed uh -huh. that a couple Marino goons were coming out of a building owned by the Ryoko Corporation. You guys heard of it no. before? No. Uh, it's, uh, it down. it's a company that deals in a lot of biotechnology, uh, you know, various sort of bits and bobs. I don't know the science behind it. Cass probably would know more. Uh -huh. But they were coming out of a building with a bunch of boxes. I never really got to be able to check on what that is, but it's a connection we have that I don't think they know about. So at the very least, maybe we can look into that. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh. Me and Nat can probably go over some of the old uh, surveillance footage, see if we can find out more information. Yeah. All right. Beyond that, I guess right now we're just waiting to see what Marino's next move is. Because it's clear that he's probably got something up his sleeve. But that's the thing. Until something happens, we're kind of waiting, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, um, not to open old wounds, but I, I think there is still one active case that uh, that I don't know if uh, Cora actually knows that we're looking into. And uh, Cassandra will turn uh, towards Jean. Wait, you cracked those files already? I mean, I, I didn't crack them, but I mean, it's of all of the crimes that we... That core uh committed and covered up with the media the one that still stands out to me of being high priority but for no apparent reason is the um is your mother's murder oh right i guess i should probably explain the reason why the them going into the ryoko corporation building caught my eye in the first place my mom used to work for the ryoko corporation and she did right before her death or murder <laughs> Hmm. That's why I was so keen on it, because there's clearly something there, but I'm not sure what. Huh. A core front, maybe? No, it couldn't be. If it is, then it's pretty elaborate. You know, co-workers. I remember going to her office on a take-your-kid-to-work-day thing, and it's a legit. it seemed to be a legitimate business. No, companies aren't really that, that hard to set up anymore. Well, and... I think one thing that we actually haven't thought about, which we really should have before now, I'm realizing, the superhuman fighting ring. Yeah, okay. Wait. The what now? Superhuman fighting ring? Back when we did our initial investigation into Core, there was a superhuman fighting ring that was basically Marino's farm for making more made men. <sighs> Mr. Medium, uh, Brandon's actually like visibly pretty like grimacing clearly thinking about it. But one thing that we never really looked into or, or really thought of one way or the other was how they were giving enhancements to the fighters there. What do you mean? So... You uh, think the Ryoko Corporation somehow figured out a way to give people metahuman abilities? Well, th there were a bunch of different enhancements. Remember, there was the that guy with snakes for arms who got cybernetic enhancements and it, it seemed like it was, uh, they, they had a big wheel. They uh, have a guy with snakes for Yeah, arms? wait, hold up. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, twin pythons. He's, uh, a surprise, yeah, no, that was, that was definitely weird. There were other yeah. ones, too, that guy that acted like a shark, and I think one other one. One that was just basically a big, strong dude. Yeah, uh, does, 
Does he have sharks for hands? Because if he does, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. That is so. There's cool. just a lot. The Ryoko no. Corp's putting out a lot of guys. We're gonna have a real hard time taking a number two. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I just kind of nod and thought at that. Well, hold yeah. on. If they could do this sort of stuff, they would have made a ton of money going through legitimate channels already. I the mean, only way that would work is if the entire company was working for Core. Uh, and uh, Cassandra just gives you a look of like maybe they were, like the, you know what what if they were using it as as like a farm, uh, to to test ideas and then anything that they thought they could use they shut down the project and then moved it into a more illegal lab. Keep it outside then... of the official channels. You can see that Gene's trying to, like, is thinking, and there's something he's trying to connect, and it's like, he's just not coming to him. He's like, but that, that would be shit. Okay. Maybe you're right. If Core is that big, I just... I don't know how they could keep all that sort of stuff... I mean, the only, the only other kind of organization that I can think that would uh, have the money and the resources to fund that kind of thing is, is some kind of uh, military or paramilitary. And that's a pretty scary thought. Yeah, well, I mean... Okay. Then there's one thing that I'm trying to figure out how this fits in. One of the things we tried to do when we were investigating Core was they were trying to steal uh, records of people, registered people, uh, metahumans. But why? If they have the entirety of the Ryoko Corporation at their disposal, surely a few records can't really be worth all that much. Metahuman records also include superhuman records. Like secret uh, identities. Like secret identities. An enemy. Oh... Okay, now the piece is starting to come together. Is Additionally, if they aren't creating things wholesale, a list of what's all out on the market for them to, to to grab might also be helpful. You know, there there are there are a number of supers who who just don't want to to be part of the life one way or the other. They register because they're good, honest citizens and don't do anything with their powers. Yeah, and then what? Core? If Core got their hands that list, they'd bag them, tag them, and cut them up to figure out how to replicate Jesus. them? I mean, uh, again, we don't know what their ultimate goals are, but if your plan is a mass power, I mean, superhumans are power. Yep. I mean, we literally spent the first half of this conversation asking uh, whether a, a random 20-something who's never who doesn't own a phone is perhaps too powerful to be allowed out on her own. Well, shit, you got Is me this there. something that we could connect with Hit about? I mean, we do have an in with them. I mean, I do. Uh, I I don't know if they have any co connections with the uh, with that corporation, but I mean, uh, it probably wouldn't hurt to look into. I, I mean, I am gonna say if Hit's dirty, we're like way over our heads at this point. But yeah. um, I can only hope. At the very least, from talking with Ben, they don't seem to be trying to copy him, so maybe they're on the level still. Um, wait, 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 wait. Remember how uh, how the Mad Chemist headed out for Marino? Yes. So, even with his made men, no organized criminal should be able to, like, oust a supervillain. Like, like, the hierarchies are wrong. What are you getting at, exactly? What if it's? What if Marino was the face? What if Marino is is the face of the operation, like the tip of the iceberg? But what really pushed the Mad Chemist out of Pacific City, you know, the Mad Chemist who who was arguably one of the biggest nemesises of uh, 
the seaside sentries of the seaside sentries was a group of supervillain core core now there's a scary thought what some sort of directoriate 2.0 <sighs> possibly maybe i mean i think the name is a little indicative of how far it goes i mean you think you found the surface but no there's just another layer and then another and another until it all comes down to a core yeah well well i think we've gotten a little off topic as, as <laughs> important as this conversation is um i'm fine with that uh yeah i hold the sheet that i have and it is covered in notes uh, i'm yeah. gonna be doing some major brainstorming tonight so anyway, I'm... yeah, um, I'll take the phones. I'll get them to George and Casilla. And okay. uh, yeah, after that, I'm probably not going to swing by here. I'll going to go back home. Mm -hmm. so, I yeah. will also be returning home unless there's anything anyone needs. Uh, and when uh, he says that, when uh, Mr. Uh, Brandon says that, he actually kind of like turns towards Carson on without saying anything. Um... Honestly, I've got a lot to process right now with everything we just talked about. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, get back together soon to talk about what to do about Casilla uh, and other stuff. Fair enough. Well, uh, with that, I will make I will take my leave. Now, with All that, right. Brain's gonna walk off. Yep, Gene will head off to Casilla, uh, deliver the phone to George, just kind of explain, hey. You know, she doesn't know how to use this, but you probably do. So if you can teach her that, that'd be great. That way we can contact her directly instead of having to go through you as a proxy. Um, I assume that as you get to George's house, um, inside, you will see, like, George will be like, Oh, come on in. Don't, don't stay at the door. Come on in. You can tell her yourself we're just about to do dinner. And you will not believe what she is doing. And you'll go in there and you'll see that like Casila has like made a fucking like fire pit like on the the, the, the floor. And it, or in like such a way that like it's not gonna burn the house down. But mm. she is like actively roasting like a full pig. You don't know where she got that. <laughs> So say it's like but, is that is that indicative to Christmas City? But 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 and she she will look at you and she will say, ah, "Welcome, we are having barbecue." <laughs> okay, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I think I can stick around. Um, and Jean will go into the kitchen, try and like just find a meat thermometer, and just start keeping an eye on the temperature of the pork to make sure that you're actually like cooking it through, and it's not gonna have give somebody trypsinosis. Yeah. I'm gonna like wave you off and be like, no, no, no! I know how to cook. <laughs> Auntie teaches taught me well. Are you sure? Because you know things like parasites exist. What? Oh my god! All right, so Gene is going to immediately go into like teacher mode and start giving you like a very quick cat crash course on um like you know proper food uh, cooking and stuff like that. Hmm, I understand. So. Sometimes, not everything is dead. Yes, there can be things inside the things that are alive, like bacteria or parasites. Okay, I will kill it, and no, she'll no, no, take no, no, the no, no, no. sword up. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 let's not 
you can get rid of it with heat just fine. You just mm. got to make sure it reaches the right temperature. That's ju- no need s- to use up all that chi. No, the fire. It's It will do its job. I know how to cook. Do not worry. Do not worry. I have done this before. Many times. And she's still going to keep that meat thermometer on him just in case. Yeah. (laughs) You'll sort of like see her like nodding as if like to say like, yeah, I've gone to a a small village's fucking like communal barbecue in which everybody like, like open spit roasted a fucking boar. Yeah. I know how to cook this shit. What do you take me for? A moron? <laughs> so, uh, over dinner, uh, Station will explain how the phone works mm. and really just give you, like, the very basic tutorial of, okay, if you need to contact us, you do this. If we contact you and he's going to take out his, dial your number and you see it, like, ring. All you got to do is, like, swipe that thing to the right and then we'll be able to talk to you through um through here and you can listen through here build it up like this okay i will ask george to explain later maybe in yeah good idea kind of a lot to take in over tanner yeah but the pork is done and she'll like rip a leg off (laughs) yeah and like hand it to you gene is gonna take it and then like very like in the shadow of the leg insert the meat thermometer and just check to make sure that it's cooked properly it's fucking perfectly cooked. And with that, All he's right. going to take it out and dig in. It's fucking... Del- like, I just want to describe this to you. Like, you don't know what Casila put on this pork because she was cooking it when you got in. Yeah. But she's done something to do it. To it. That you, like, it is fucking delicious. And, like, like, as you sort of, like, go around and, like, she, like, passes out, like, the pork to everybody, basically. Like... You'll see George go, I don't, I don't know how she, she just used the spices that we have here. And I've never tasted anything like this before. And you'll like, he'll like gesture over to the side and like, you'll see the white person equivalent of spices. Yeah. You got salt, pepper, the paprika. They're feeling really spicy. Mayonnaise. And it's just like, how did she, but with such, yeah, with, with such few and it's just like, I know how to cook. I am not an idiot. <laughs> All right. Taught me something. And uh, yeah, Gene will, uh, uh, Station will absolutely dig in. Uh-huh. And then once the dinner's over, he's just going to pet home. And he's kind of, and after the meal, he's now very much like, should I ask my dad if we can have her stay at the dojo? Because I could do with more of that pork. But <laughs> he'll ultimately decide against it, at least until we can, you know, induct her into the fold of the hero thing a bit properly. Eventually. I mean, again, you just met her. It's a little weird for you to invite her to live with you. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, no, no, it's perfectly acceptable. Would you like to stay with us for the evening? George, uh, is it okay that he stays? And George will be like, oh, sure, we'll set up another bed. Oh, uh, thank you for the hospitality, but I should be going, you know, uh, duty calls and all that. I understand. Tomorrow, if you come, I will be trying to find a cow to cook. That's going to be a little bit harder. It is okay. I will find one. Well, that's fucking ominous. <laughs> now I'm just imagining, like, Devil May Cry Virgil Judgment Cut style, and you, like, cut the air, and suddenly a cow, like, just moves towards you really quickly. 
I'm gonna cut the concept of there not being cows. No, and, now and, there's too and, many and, cows! And, and then inevitably open up a portal to the cow dimension a la Diablo 2. <laughs> Eventually, um, the, the Cascadia or whatever is completely overrun as the cows make their way. The legions are endless. It is impossible to hold them back. <laughs> the good news is core has been stopped. The bad news is an unstoppable tidal wave of beef is now sweeping the Americas. Alright, well, that's it for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm all. Yep. Uh, does anybody have anything, any other vignettes they want to do? Uh, Chris, did you want to do your one? Um, honestly, I think we covered a good bit of it, and I feel as though, uh, since I'm going to be running the next arc, um, maybe be, being able to explore that more over the course of these next number of sessions will be a better way to address it as opposed to right now. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, it, right. Honestly, this feels like a good point to wrap things up. Yeah, yeah. I I got most of my my uh, moving uh, little bits of people's plots forward uh, done. Excellent. All right. Well, All right. thank you everyone for listening along in this little slice of life episode. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully you will join us next time, as I'm sure Chris has something cooked up, and I'm terrified. I'm excited. Casila is proud. She has impressed her heroes. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.